Welcome to Tech Breakfast, today's top headlines served hot by your host Aaron Bewley and Tyler Gates. So grab your coffee and let's get into it. Good morning, y'all. It's Friday the 13th, 2020. Everyone's favorite day, I think. <laughs> On the show with us today is Caitlin Allison. She's a VMUG event coordinator and self-proclaimed non-tech person who was summoned into a very tech-heavy world. Recently heard her on the IT Reality Podcast, hosted by H-Town Vinny and V-Nerdy Nate. And I said, man, we got to get her over here. How you doing, Caitlin? I'm great. It's no, I appreciate you asking me on. That was my first podcast. So I'm very excited to be able to kind of do some more. It was fun. I had a good time. Awesome. Well, you were a natural. Uh, we invite a lot of people to the show. A lot of people turn us down and a lot of people talk about, um, you know, kind of how nervous they are or concerned about how it might go and all this kind of stuff. You're, you're a natural. So. Well, I appreciate that. I uh, definitely was, was, like to think I can talk. So, you know, it's not a problem. <laughs> well, thanks for it was really that. fun listening to you uh, on, uh, on that IT reality episode. So, but before we get into the news, uh, I just want to ask you a few quick questions. I'm yeah. curious about this dichotomy of tech in your life that you advertise on your on your Twitter page there. You can't be completely non-tech, right? So it's interesting. So my background, I started working um, for the company I work for, which manages VMUG. Um, I started working for them um, like two and a half years ago. And before that, I was strictly working in sports and entertainment. So my entire background, basically, I started as um, an equipment manager for Auburn football when I was in college and then um, did an internship with the PGA tournament and then um, I got into weddings for a little while and moved to Mexico and did destination weddings. And then I wow. went from there. That sounds to, terrible. I know. It was brutal, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I moved from there to uh, New York and worked at Madison Square Garden um, for the Knicks and the Rangers. And then um, after that, I moved to New Orleans and worked at the Superdome and did events specifically for their venues there at the Superdome in New Orleans. So oh it was goodness. a very long and very interesting background um and not technical in any capacity and then i got this job which was planning events but it was planning events for vmug and so that was my first like huge exposure into yeah. probably the technical world and let me tell you i feel like way more at home doing these things and being in the vmug and like technical world because i at the end of the day i may not be technical but i'm like a nerd at heart so like yeah. I feel very much like accepted and just like I found my people. So like I've really enjoyed the last couple of years and, you know, I'm definitely hoping to continue it down the road. Awesome. So when you say you're a nerd at heart, like what kind of tech do you get into? Is it like uh, phone tech or video games or like technology in cars or what? what is it that you like? So for me, I, my nerdy aspects are, excuse me, my dog is also trying to destroy my backpack right now. Um, <laughs> but my nerd exposure is really honestly more just i really enjoy like the star wars aspect like i grew up watching star wars i grew up watching lord of the rings like i yes. um you know some of those types of things and then i mean this is probably i'm slowly starting to get to understand the technical world um and some of the different technologies like especially obviously around v like vmware in particular um which has been really mm -hmm. fascinating just so different um, from yeah. anything that I have ever been exposed to. So I would say when I'm, I'm a nerd at heart, I read a lot of books. Um, I'm kind of a huge bookworm. I always have been like my whole life. My brother, I used to sleep with books instead of stuffed animals as a child. I was that weirdo. So, you know, and then my brother told me that someone would come and steal them if I slept with them because, you know, what? brothers are so nice. <laughs> so, brothers are great. 
So, uh, you know, I definitely feel like it's more in that sense. Um, but the, one of the beauties of the VMA community as a whole is that they're very accepting no matter what kind of where you fall into that. And so that's kind of why I love what I'm doing and I've really enjoyed being able to be a part of it. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for being here. Let's, um, we uh, have a sort of short show here. So let's go ahead and get into some tech news and get your take on some of these things. Uh, I don't know if you're a video gamer, but there was some news around the Xbox Series X1S X uh, series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get, it, get it figured out, Bewley. Come on. <laughs> I joke about the name of it every single time because I hate it. Uh, but apparently, just uh, it, 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 the, the Series X slash Series S, which it's whatever. Uh, it's like she sells she shores at the whatever. Wow. Uh, so that Nailed plus call, call of <laughs> couldn't get that one right either. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Combined to break UK internet traffic records yesterday. This was crazy. Um, and there's an article here in Eurogamer, but it says if you want an idea of how it all adds up, a total of 108 petabytes of data was used on Virgin Media alone yesterday. That's an average of over 20 gigs per customer. And at the peak of recorded traffic, the equivalent of 48 Assassin's Creed Valhalla games were being downloaded every second. Because I measure everything that I do on the internet in Valhalla. Why is that your standard candle? What's happening? Because everyone knows the size of that game. Oh, oh, obviously. Everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, so it was. Let's see. So just so you know, that's a 60 gig game, right? And the Call of Duty Modern Warfare update was 30 to 65 gigs. Destiny 2 Beyond Light update was 65 gigs. These things are getting out of stinking control. Oh, yeah. So And also anyway. 20 gigs per customer. Come on. That's, that's an hour for this house while I'm not in it. So <laughs> I don't know what people are doing over there, but they're not using their internet that much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then I guess the other Xbox news that we saw, uh, there was a thing that went viral on, at least I saw it on Twitter, but there's smoke coming out of the top of these Xboxes and then what? the Xbox Twitter account. Yeah. Well, I think it was fake. Uh, oh yeah. Then, uh, it was office, fake. And then the I saw Russ. Where all the printers start smoking and Andy tries to record it. Do y'all watch the office? You know, the, <laughs> yes. when oh, the, yeah. the race printer starts smoking, that's what that makes me think of. I don't remember that episode. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. Um, and then, Russ, you retweeted the official Xbox account. What'd they say? Something about, like, I can't the, believe. <laughs> yeah, the official response was unreal. They're like, I can't believe that we have to say this. Yeah, please do that. not blow vape smoke into your <laughs> Xbox Series X. Just <laughs> unbelievable that that's what people were doing to create these videos. Just uh, pretty oh, funny. That, and, and what's amazing to me is, is clearly this was investigated and people. So, you know, Microsoft found this out. What I'm wondering is, is did something actually break the system? And they called into support and then said, hey, so my Xbox isn't working for some reason. What'd you do? Well, I blew vape smoke into it while it was booting up. (laughs) And they're like, okay, cool. Well, that's not our (laughs) fault. That's on you. Please don't do that. (laughs) It's just amazing to me that that was the thing. But that video that we had originally seen, uh, I forget who it was that, that had shared it. But we, uh, Terry I mean, Warfield, it, it had a lot of views. It was a guy, yeah, it was a guy I follow. Well, that's how I saw it initially, and then I tagged you on it. Yeah, he was he was retweeting from somebody else. Yeah, so it, it yeah. went viral, I think, and that's how they got a hold of it. But it's just that was just the most incredible, basically corporate response I think I've seen of something in a while. That's awesome. <laughs> Please 
don't blow vape smoke. It's kind of like when everyone was eating the Tide Pods and like Tide had to come out. Oh my like, gosh, <laughs> yes. Don't eat the Tide Pods. Spot like I heard my but like don't eat I, them. Like, I got an idea. Don't do that. <laughs> like, but I was like, we have lost to respond to the fact that they're eating Tide Pods. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, like, I saw. I, I, like we have we've hit the end of like intelligence here when rob gronkowski is on a tv ad telling you not to eat tide pods it's like what <laughs> no. when i saw that what? i was like okay it's over. you know what's amazing <laughs> is is in and, and I'm, I'm not a lawyer but they probably have to come out and tell people not to do that so that they don't get sued for mm-hmm. it not saying something about not eating the tide pods absolutely it is 100 that's, that's what's that's the most it. crazy yeah. thing about this but like <laughs> when the gronk is telling you not to be dumb i mean come on <laughs> Never. I don't even that's, know how to that's take the that. point of emphasis right there <laughs> uh, they're like listen if this crazy man is telling you not to do it it means he's not doing it everyone will listen you know, exactly. I, I think it was Tide has never made something that you're supposed to eat why <laughs> would you ever. assume you could eat Tide Pods or anything <laughs> Tide has ever produced Tyler they just look so yummy well it's the same concept it's you know Xbox it's like okay so I don't know why I need to tell you not to blow fake vape smoke into your machinery but like let's not do that i I can tell you that i have not given a command to my two-year-old that's as obvious as that yet in these first two years there's been nothing that i've told her that's as obvious as what the xbox account had to tweet out yesterday oh wow what else we got here what else do y'all hey, see in the news? Did you do you guys see that YouTube was down for two hours yesterday? Yes. YouTube really? CD and YouTube. I did. The cloud broke. Yeah, two whole hours, and uh, they they haven't disclosed what broke yet, but it completely took the service offline in all regions for two hours, according to the article I was reading about it. That's, you know, you know what? It gives me pause because in in our space right when we're having conversations with customers and, and our my customers are very advanced they're very technical they're they're doing all sorts of things with technology most of them have what they would absolutely identify as their own clouds and then they're using public cloud but if google can't keep something as critical and widely available as youtube up what chance do we all have <laughs> no chance. <laughs> Absolutely zero. So yeah. related to Google, didn't they kill? Um, they had like an unlimited photo thing. Did yeah. They, did they go back on they, that? They didn't kill it. They they took unlimited is more like what uh, Amazon's unlimited photo storage. I think was. I, I got that email yesterday, and I was like, oh no, what's that mean? Basically, you know how every email account, Gmail account has uh, a quota, like just you just get storage, right? And it's been growing every day since they released it. In fact, I, I remember when I first signed up for my Gmail account, it actually had the amount of space you had and there was a ticker that was constantly adding up and they've long since sort of disbanded oh, that. But if that. I'm not mistaken, it's still growing. It's just not growing perceptibly fast because totally know, the entire world uses it at this point. But um the way it read to me was photos and certain high uh, high quality uploads, which used to not take up that quota, now take up that quota. So like overnight, if you have a bunch of videos in there, your Gmail account may be at quota and there, there's an estimator that'll show you what you owe and stuff. So um, I, I imagine for some people that's going to be disruptive. Um, yeah. For me, it, it didn't impact it at all. I looked at, I have 
0.3 megs of data that is counted against the, the quota now. Um, and I think that's because I don't upload videos to Google. And if I'm not mistaken, Google's free unlimited uploads were not full resolution uploads. Yeah, I can, I can provide clarity not. around this. Um, the, so first off, the the actual, it doesn't happen until the middle of next year. So no one's quotas are being affected at all right now. No, no, but there's an estimator. That's what I meant. Like, so when Got I it. looked at the estimator, it just said, hey, this is where you'll be. And it was imperceptible. Uh, yeah, so they, they used to allow, so they've, they've kind of been working down this for a little while. If you had a Pixel phone, then you had unlimited, like full resolution mm-hmm. um, of, your, of your pictures and videos. Everyone had the ability to do the high quality version there it is. for free. So that that's was what not they were full able res. to do. It was not full res. It was their right. high quality compressed version. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is going to be going away for everything except for the current Pixel line of phones. So Pixel 5 and older. For any new Pixels, so Pixel 6 or 5a, uh, apparently, you know, which they'll likely have, that will go away as well. So, so long term, they're getting away from this. I actually think it's an interesting thing to see from the standpoint of Google is starting to gain more market share in the public cloud in general. And I think that they realize that they're probably not going to be able to just sit there and, and let their infrastructure be used for free going forward as they're actually probably having to start to invest more and more into those services. So uh, that's what this is going on here. Makes I expected sense. it to happen one day. I, I'm a Google One subscriber, so I have like a terabyte of space. What is that? All of my stuff goes to Google anyways. I'm huh. pretty sure um, you just made that up. It's, it's a monthly subscription that I pay like $2. It's for just for like file storage? Like Dropbox kind of a deal. It is, yeah. So if you if this is a problem for you, go pay two dollars a month, and okay, it'll probably solve your problem. So let's <laughs> let me do a quick poll around the room then, because I use Dropbox. Caitlin, what do you use to store online files? Um, honestly, I use basically the cloud that comes with uh, Apple, just because that's okay. like the easiest for me. Um, but then I also will upload things to Google. I just don't do it a ton. Yeah, and what do you use, Tyler? Uh, predominantly Dropbox, also some OneDrive. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I use OneDrive one for work predominantly yeah. for work stuff. Yeah. yeah, but but there's a little bit of bleed over into yeah. We have OneDrive for work. side of it. And yeah, we will. Yeah, Dro- Dropbox is the at work. Okay. Is the one that I choose and, to use. <laughs> uh, so, if, I'm sorry for the massive tangential or like just change on this, but what do y'all all use for music streaming as well? Because I'm wondering Spotify. if I'm Spotify, Amazon okay. Music. Dang. Okay. Because I'm in Amazon Music. I saw somebody tweet this out the other day. And it was just that question. And nearly everybody that responded said Spotify. And I was with family for a funeral this past weekend. And my younger, cooler cousin was using Spotify. And I was like, dang, am I falling? Am I falling off? Am I falling behind? (laughs) You guys both said Spotify. Got to keep up with these Joneses, man. (laughs) What are you thinking? Well, it's just, I want to be on the right The only person on here that has said your option was Tyler. So, I know, which scares me. <laughs> so, Just so saying. my my brother has been on Spotify for eons. Uh, this is this is a fun topic. Um, I, you guys know how I feel about paying for streaming services. So, my entire family uses Amazon Music because you can share it uh, widely, and therefore its cost is extremely low. Um, the YouTube Music is apparently a much better algorithmic approach to getting new and interesting high quality music than Spotify according to Todd. Todd yeah, I think I think the, we've talked the, about this before. The YouTube yeah, I brought it up. Yeah, so so if you're on Spotify and yeah, sounds like two of you are, 
I would like you to go try YouTube and see if its algorithm uh, rocks Spotify's because that that was actually really interesting to me. I wouldn't um, know. I don't use it. Well, you know, well, tell me, so, <coughs> I mean, Caitlin and Russ, why do you use Spotify then? My brother's. I have because <coughs> the other cool kids are doing it. <laughs> Caitlin, I'll, I'll let you That's answer first. I'm <laughs> um, sorry. Can you repeat the question? Yeah. Why do you use Spotify instead of Amazon Music? So I think it's just because that was. I mean, Spotify. I feel like it's been around for a really long time. I started. I used it when it wasn't when I wasn't paying for it, and then my you know my older brother was like, "Hey, I think we're going to play for like a family plan. Do you want to?" I could add your email for our Spotify account. I was like, "Oh heck yes! Like sign me up. Yeah. If it's free, it's for me." You know, like that kind of a thing. But um, and that's just always been kind of how. Yeah. I've, I've run. You're talking about talk now, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's Tyler's speed right there. If it's free, it's for me. <laughs> yeah, so, I, like, I, uh, I was I'm, actually surprised a, Tyler ever got on streaming music. Yeah, yeah, I, I was like, Tyler's never going to leave his library of MP3s, and I still have it. But. Exactly. I don't need new music. That's for cool kids. <laughs> up until I got Spotify, and my brother like really upgraded that thing. I was, you know, the peasant that was paying for songs on iTunes, like on my oh, phone. Gosh, I remember I that even, day. I'm not proud days. of that, but I was that person. Can you imagine that? 99 cents a song. Like, oh, it was yeah. This, this day. And I then bought, now I bought music off of Amazon, DRM free. I could put it on anything I wanted. Yeah, see, that was the way to do it. Yeah, you get those DRM free ones. Okay, and then you can use them forever. There's got to be a way. So, Russ, did you already mention why you use Spotify? Uh, well, I had uh, I was using it uh, the free version as well, uh, and I actually started using Spotify mostly. I listen to music while I study for things. So I was actually studying for a like a VNX exam back in the day. You study? Uh, oh, yeah. Why? Uh, yeah, I studied. It's actually the fun fact that was the first test I ever studied for it was a VNX exam, um, and. Uh, so I was studying for that and I was listening to music and I just, I don't know, something went wrong. And so my buddy told me to download Spotify. I don't know what I was using at the time, uh, but I, I just subscribed to get rid of the ads because they were breaking my ability to focus on what I was oh, doing. Yeah. And Spotify so ads are the worst. Yeah. Bad so they, they were real bad. And so I, I, I subscribed to get rid of the ads. And then whenever I met Lynn's, uh, she was using it as well. So I just, we switched to the family plan then have, have used it ever since, but I don't do a significant amount of like music discovery. Like I go find the songs that I want to listen to, uh, or it will occasionally find ones that are similar to the ones that I'm listening to, which were usually older songs. And I'll listen to the same ones. Like I listen to the same music largely that I've listened to for the last 20 years. So that's, mm -hmm. that's how I got onto it and, and why I used it. Plus my friend who was a, sort of music aficionado, I guess you would say, was like, oh, yeah, this is the best service. Just use this one. And I am not that. So I, that's just what I did. So do you, do either of y'all use it with, um, Caitlin, do you have an Alexa? No, I have a Google Home. Okay. Does it work like kind of flawlessly with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I basically just say like play this playlist on Spotify and it picks it right oh. up and starts playing. Or I can even obviously like start it on my phone and just like switch the music coming out of my phone over to my Google home. So it'll just start streaming from there. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's I Spotify use... definitely has a lot of uh, broad platform support. And that's one of the cool things about it being, I think one of the premium third party services that doesn't have its own, you know, hmm. home, if you will. Right. I might have to switch just so I can feel cool. 
<laughs> so I, I have uh, an Alexa, uh, several of them. We don't play music from them very often, uh, but whenever we do, it's usually the Frozen 2 soundtrack or the Moana <laughs> soundtrack. In which case, I think Amazon Music covers that just fine. So I just asked the Alexa, I guess, natively, Wait. like, hey, Alexa, play the Moana soundtrack. That's, I thought that's what we were talking about. I mean, look, I don't use Spotify on my phone or anything like that. I use Spotify on I my phone literally a, every single buy, day. I have a hundred Alexas and I, there's music on in at least one room in my house, if not my whole house, probably 90% of the day. See, I mine's do love that about your house, dude. Mine's, your house mine's, is like on, <laughs> mine's on my phone and not on the, the Echoes. So it's, yeah, it's so, the inverse use case. Yeah. Okay. And and I think I feel like that makes more sense, right? I I don't I don't do a lot of if I'm going to do curated content, I'm going to go to my library of MP3s. If if I'm going to have music just playing, or if I'm random stuff, or I I've heard about a new song, I am just going to yell at an Alexa somewhere and probably play it, arguably over and over and over again until it's you know ad nauseum. But I'm doing that all over my house, so Amazon Music is a perfect fit for yeah. my environment because the the entire ecosystem is just a bunch of echoes. Yeah. So I, with my Google home, I, I listen to it a lot when I'm like cleaning and things like that. Like when I'm yeah. working, I'll throw it up. I also have the, you know, to your point, I have a couple of Google homes throughout my house. And so I have them all connected. So depending on where I am, like if I'm just downstairs, I'll just play music from one of them. But if I'm running back and forth or like cleaning my house, I can play it throughout my entire house. Um, Congratulations on your house, by the way. Oh, thank oh, yeah. you. Sorry, that I I that. you. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Hey, Russ, I got a song for you real quick. <laughs> yes. I love that song. Uh, I pretty much Dude. sing it every day when I wake up. And that's not that's not a lie. That's real. <laughs> that yeah, part I in the movie, I was real. like, yes. 80s, ball- 80s rock ballad. I am. I'm such an just an, a sucker for 80s music in general. My my wife Same. when it came on was like, oh no, yes. And just the way they did the, the just the cinematography in it, like the oh, lighting my. and the what. Oh gosh, it was oh, hilarious. It was so good. Well, I'm gonna have to go soon, so I want to bring up one thing that is just okay. ridiculous um, here. Has anyone heard of sound beaming? What go on? Sound beaming. Yeah. Wait, no. is this where they like target sound so you can? Is it, it's like the reverse of a directional microphone or a microphone? Uh, well, just maybe I'm not like, sure, but let me describe it to you. Uh, it is the latest in futuristic audio technology coming by way of Navido Navedo uh, Systems. I'm not sure how to pronounce it exactly. A company out of Israel, and they are debuting the prototype today. It is called Sound Beamer 1.0. This device offers a 3D sound experience that fills the auditory senses wholly, front, sides, behind you, you name it. Uh, and this does not require you to, uh, like, it, there's no headphones, but only you can hear it. And it's playing from, like, a speaker beaming to your head. That's so cool. Also, it's, Keith, if you're listening, which I don't think you are, but you should be, I totally called this being technology that was possible in my tiny little middle school brain in like sixth grade. <laughs> Wait, have you and, ever and you the... said, that's ridiculous. You can't do that. And I just remember you hating on it. Wait, have you all ever seen the Israel. glass, like sunglasses to where like if you, they're playing music. If oh. you put the sunglasses on, you can hear it. But if you take them off, you can't hear the music. Cool. No. What? what? 
Oh yeah, no. it's like, I'm pretty sure it's bows. Um, but there is, like, oh, is this is it like the the is it a bone transference thing then, or is it like, some other fanciness? I honestly could not even begin to tell you, but it is the wildest thing because you literally yes, put them cool. on and you have a pair of sunglasses on and they're like nice looking. They look like Ray Bans, and you can hear music like you would if you had headphones on. But then the moment you take them off, you can no longer hear the music like if you took headphones off. It's the wildest thing. That's what? neat. That's, That's pretty crazy. Weird. This this particular technology has the ability like you can <clears throat> you can actually move out of its sound range. I don't know how to describe it other than like you could be sitting at your computer like most of us are now and it could be playing music to you and you could move your head left and right and you would you would be able to uh, like stop listening to the sound or you could have it follow you and it would follow you as you moved that's your head around. So it is. It's it's, it's, I wonder if it's, if, it I wonder if it's doing a bunch of waveforming so that it it basically cancels itself out if it's not perfectly yeah. you know in the little bubble near your ear. Yeah, Google it. it the The graphics on this the are insane. It's it's are not the graphics like the 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 diagrams on how it works are insane, and it uses face tracking. That's cool. So it knows like where to point the thing. It makes sense, though. I mean, technically speaking, we we do some really fancy things with lasers uh, in medicine and in some uh, other neat sort of physics environments where we get ultra precise, not because we can actually form a laser beam that is a nanos, you know, a, a nanoscopic scale, but because if you overlay seven microscopic scale laser beams just right, then the little nanosphere space in the middle is the only one that gets high enough energy to, you know, melt cells as an example. So this is, it's cool that somebody decided to do that with audio. Weird. It is weird. Hey, Caitlin, before, uh, before Tyler shuts it down here, do you want to tell the people, the nice people that listen where they can find you? Yes, they, uh, they can find me on Twitter. I actually recently updated my Twitter handle. So it's no longer Kate V mug. Uh, you can find me at Caitlin in Allison. So it's basically my first name, my middle initial, and my last name. So Caitlin with a C in Allison on Twitter. Caitlin awesome. like in Allison. That's yeah. confusing, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it as confusing as T.S. Gates underscore to end it? Under, I, sorry. I, I underscore. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. It was either that or go, you know, I don't know, be some random name or like a throwback to my gamer handle. Uh, I'll link your. Uh, <laughs> I'll link it in the uh, in the show notes too. So yeah, no, that's awesome, Caitlin. Thanks for joining us. This is fun. Yeah, I you are it. absolutely a natural on podcasts. You're welcome to come back and join us anytime. Your awesome. I'm always around. If you ever need some extra extra talking, just let me know. <laughs> absolutely, as long as you bring your opinions, that's what we like. That's how we roll on the Tech Breakfast Podcast, and that brings this episode to a close. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. That's another end of the week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. (laughs) What was that?